Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Benton, and I am so glad you are back to hang out with me and talk about some strategies that will help you live your very best life. And my goal in 2017 is to do everything in my power to help you do that, to help you move from thinking about it to embracing it taking action, from being pissed off or resentful about the work required to improve your life to being enthusiastic about it, grateful for it even, excited about what is ahead, and confident, really truly believing that your best life is possible and you have everything you need to create it. To that aim, today we're talking about failure and sabotage. And I will first say that I have been there. I have lost weight and put it back on. I have started diets, seen them work, and then stopped, right? And I've read hundreds of emails from you guys. And one of the things that comes up very regularly is this idea of self-sabotage. And I'll warn you ahead of time that my thoughts on this might seem strong. That doesn't mean I'm judging anybody who feels like they struggle with self-sabotage. There's a difference between conviction and judgment. What I'm about to say, I very, very much believe in it. I very strongly believe in it. That doesn't mean that I don't understand people who feel like I'm sabotaging, I'm sabotaging, and I'm certainly not judging you. I've eaten food out of the trash more than once. I've done it all, so I can assure you there is no judgment. Let's dive into this idea of self-sabotage. People feel like they are making progress, and if they are doing the work and then they stop, if they are seeing results and then they intentionally stop doing what was working, that they are self-sabotaging. Or if they want something really, really bad, and then they choose not to do whatever it takes to get it, that they are self-sabotaging. And I, I have a hard time with this. I don't really agree with it at all, this idea that that is self-sabotage. So I did what most people do, and I went to Google. <laughs> I went to Google to see what Google could tell me about self-sabotage. And this is what Google says. Self-sabotage is any behavior, thought, emotion, or action that holds you back from getting what you want consciously. Interesting. I'm going to go ahead and say that I think that is really, really, really dramatic because we probably make thousands of choices. We choose thousands of behaviors, think thousands of thoughts, feel thousands of emotions that could hold us back from what we want every single week. 
Does that make it sabotage? I feel like it's otherwise known as a choice, right? Let's draw a distinction between, between choosing something that momentarily feels better than the alternative and sabotage, right? If you hit the snooze button in the morning, it's not because you hate yourself and want to fail. It's because you would rather sleep a little bit more than get up. If you eat the cookie you said you wouldn't eat, it's not because you hate yourself and want to see yourself fail. It's because the cookie looks good and you are thinking more about the cookie being good than you're thinking about what you really want for your health or your goals or your body or your life. It's not sabotage. It's a choice. And when we get super dramatic about it, we create a bigger problem than the one that exists and we are manufacturing more trouble. It's not sabotage. It's a choice. And it's how you approach the choices you make that determines whether you're making them in your favor or you're making them not in your favor. It's very similar to the idea of failure. I think I shared with you guys a couple of episodes ago, I got an email from a gentleman and he was asking for some help, asking for my feedback and making progress towards his goals. And he said, I feel like I am hardwired for failure. And my heart kind of broke for him in that moment as I read that. And I wish I could could have sat down with him and had a coffee and given him a big hug and said, you are the electrician. If you feel like you're hardwired for failure, you need to understand you are the electrician. You do the wiring. If you are hardwired for failure, that is a direct result of just whatever choices you have made most frequently. Whether we're talking about failure or we're talking about the idea of self-sabotage, isn't it just as simple as inconsistency? And wouldn't it feel a whole lot better to say, I haven't yet gotten consistent with this thing instead of, I'm a failure, I always quit, or I'm self-sabotaging. There is a gap between what we want most and what we want now. And when we choose what we want now, it's not because we're bad and we want bad things for ourselves and we're trying to set ourselves up for failure. It's just that we're focused on what we want now instead of what we want most, right? If we tell ourselves that's failure and sabotage, it feels bigger than it is and harder to change than it is. And it feels out of our control, which it is not. So let's talk about the real issues, the issues of inconsistency or choosing what you want now instead of thinking about and choosing what you want most. Let's talk about the latter first. You're not alone. You're not weird. You're not even bad or even unmotivated if you're choosing what you want now over what you want most. It's human. It's totally understandable. And it takes practice to bring your attention to what you want most in a moment of considering what you want now. And at the risk of sounding like a broken record, journaling is a great way to focus more on what you want most instead of what you want now. One of the things I've been doing in my journal every morning is answering a specific question. And that question is, what could I do today to make myself feel proud? Or sometimes it's more like, what would today have to look like for me to feel proud at the end of the day? And I answer that question. I talk about the choices that I would have to make, uh, the way I want to go through the day, the things I want to do or not do. And when I do that, I'm practicing bringing my attention to what I want most. And the more often I do that, the more of a habit it becomes, the more consistent I get with it, 
the more frequently I think of those things I want most, right, the things that make me proud, the more those things come into the forefront of my mind when I'm at a crossroads moment. Last night I was in a hotel and I was hungry before bed. I could have eaten. I was hungry. It was also late. And I thought about what I had written earlier that morning in terms of what would make me feel proud. And I asked, okay, well, right now, it's not about what would be good, what would be bad, what would be sabotage. What would make me feel the most proud, right? Asking that question helps me go beyond what I want in this moment, which last night was a snack, and think about what I want most to feel proud, to make progress, to feel good in the morning. And another way to do that in addition to journaling is to actually give a lot of thought to why you want to change. If you think you just want to lose weight, I just want to lose weight, you haven't thought about it enough. And I know I hadn't thought about it enough. My objective for a long time was just weight loss. Everything will be better when I lose weight. But why? Make it more real for yourself, more tangible. Get to a deeper understanding. Why do you want to lose weight? What will be better about your life? What will change? What's in it for you? Why does this matter so much? What are you seeking that you think you will get with weight loss, from weight loss, after weight loss? But this is not a one and done activity. Don't just mull it over as you hear my voice and don't just sit down and answer those questions once. You've got to be thinking about this every single day. And, you know, every time I shower, I visualize. And it might sound super corny, but I'll tell you what, and this is the truth. I would rather be happy and successful than cool and comfortable. Just saying. That might be one to write down. I personally would rather be happy and successful than cool and comfortable, never stepping outside of my comfort zone or doing something that might be a little cheesy. But when I take a shower, I visualize my day and I visualize it going how I'd like it to go. I visualize crushing my work projects, bringing awesome effort and attitude to my workouts, eating clean and feeling really great about it. I visualize even falling asleep easily at night. And then I visualize my best year. I've been telling myself 2017 is the year of and for and by Elizabeth. So what does that mean? What are my priorities? I think this through and I really see it happening in my head. Those are the things that I think it's so powerful to bring our attention to. One of the things for me, like I said, I start my day thinking about what I want most. I visualize the life that I'm working towards. And that's how, through repetition and practice and patience, those are the key words, repetition, practice, and patience, I become more mindful of what I want long term. So in a moment of temptation or considering an option that's not aligned with that, I'm like, wait, what I really want is this and that matters. The more I practice those ideas, those visualizations, thinking about what would make me feel proud, how I want the day to go, the more present those thoughts are in my mind if I'm having a moment of fatigue or frustration or a moment of emotion or temptation. Now, the other thing is consistency. Guys, practice. And here's where I'll get a little bit tough with you. For those of you who feel like you self-sabotage, otherwise known as choosing what you want now over choosing what you want most, and I don't think it's sabotage at all. How often are you practicing a different path, making a different choice? Are you doing the work or are you getting emotional and giving up and going with what's most comfortable? Are you throwing in the towel? Every single time you face a temptation, that is a chance to practice. And the more of those chances that you pass up, the harder it is to change. The more of those moments you capitalize on, 
The more of those moments you decide to step up and practice, the easier it gets. I've used the uh, basketball analogy before, but I'll use it again because I think it makes a lot of sense and I like sports. But if you suck at free throws, you know, like foul shots, and you want to get better, you have to spend more time taking that shot. If all you do is talk about how hard it is, but you don't spend more time on the line, like, yeah, it's hard. You're not good. What happens if you get all emotional and dramatic when you miss a shot? You're very, very unlikely to keep practicing, and you're unhappy. But if every time somebody tosses you the ball to practice, you take a shot, you're going to get better. If every time somebody tosses you the ball to practice and you say, no, I suck at this, I can't do this, then you're never going to get better. It's about practice and patience. Practice and patience. You do not need this big, huge plan. And you don't even need a complete understanding of the next eight months of your journey to your goal. You need to take the ball and shoot and do it again and do it again. You need to try without the dramatics. You need to show up and do the work and practice over and over without getting emotional about it. The inches are all around you and progress is a game of inches, heck, fractions of inches. But if every time you come to the place where you could grow, where you could improve, where you could practice and you just say, eh, I'm tired, I'm stressed, I suck, I can't, not today. Well, that's not sabotage, that's a choice. It's just not being willing to practice. You don't have to be perfect. You never will be, right? You don't have to know everything or tackle everything at once. You have to practice. You are not hardwired or fixed in any pattern of behavior other than the way that you created. You are the electrician. You are the one doing the wiring. Every choice you make does this wiring and you have the opportunity to change it. You have the opportunity to change it. Before we sign off, I want to remind you guys of the brand new podcast I launched called The Daily Motivations Podcast. It is currently available on both iTunes and Stitcher, Stitcher for you Android users, and it has been submitted to Spotify but not yet approved as of when I'm recording this podcast. So The Daily Motivations Podcast is not about weight loss. It's not about nutrition. It is about motivation and encouragement and inspiration. It airs Monday through Friday and the episodes are only two to five minutes long. So they're short, they're power packed, and hopefully they'll kind of help you with this idea of bringing your focus to what you want most. Everything we talked about today in terms of changing the way you think and thinking more about what you want most than thinking about what you want now, I really think the Daily Motivations podcast can help you do that. So check it out. I'll link to it on the show notes for this episode over on primalpotential.com. Or you can search Daily Motivations Podcast. Look for the one by me, Elizabeth Benton, with the blue and coral artwork. I really, really hope that you love it. If you do love it, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a rating and review. But otherwise, I just hope you enjoy every second of it because I am here to help you reach your goals. I'll talk to you soon. Have a really great day. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash 
join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.